Team Kill Podcast. Intentional Strays. What is up, everybody? My name is Killing Spree 37. And I am Silencer. And this is the Team Kill Podcast, episode 32. Listen, before we even get into any type of past weekends, last podcast I spoke about being sick and it wasn't corona. And I I said the science behind that was because I could taste fecal matter on the tip of my tongue while eating ass, right? I did say a little something about that, right? (laughs) Now, Uh as it turns out, the next day, I felt even worse. So I decided to go to the emergency room, uh, got tested, and guess what, guys? I did, in fact, have coronavirus. It sucked. Let me tell you. I'm surviving. Uh, I still have symptoms. Um, (laughs) But I was tested positive, which kind of sucked because... I was sick. I was sick at work, and went home and and you know exposed a bunch of people to the fucking virus. Currently, two two people out of the five mm. in the household are sick. So, yeah, it kind of sucked. So, uh, for those of you telling me to get tested, yeah, I believed you. <laughs> I did have it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get for your nav, buddy? Yeah, that's you know, it's not you know. I, I was thinking about it, right? How could you get coronavirus from eating ass? And then you got to realize that the ass is probably touching the public seat, you know, in a, in a restroom, and women get their asses eat. So maybe somebody. You know, said, um, you know, they said that one symptom was fucking diarrhea. So, hey. <laughs> Listen, I had, I still can't taste my food. I can't smell the greatest, you know. Uh, it's been a, a terrible wreck. <laughs> so now that some because of somebody else is sick and currently uh, on their 10-day quarantine, I have to quarantine again for another 10 days. So I will be on quarantine mm. for 20 days out of the 30 of this month, right? Wait. Yeah. Wait. It gets funnier. Okay? Okay. Because I asked for vacation four eighteen to four twenty eight, so that means I'm only going to be working two days this month. <laughs> two days out of the month, I'm going to be working. I don't even think they're going to pay for the second quarantine. I think they're going to pay for the first one, as they should, you know, because I got sick at that job, you know. Yeah. Um, what a guy. But, but yeah, so two days out of the out of the month you know just knock on wood for your boy spree you know lucky i'm out here you know making merchandise and selling it you know what i'm saying Cop the merch you know shop king you know you know shop uh team kill at a ks 37 psn.com get your nerf death stickers you know we beat covid we nerfed death a little bit you know what i'm saying for a few days silencer how was your past weekends buddy it was one of those weekends where I had to learn how to balance shit as much Another as I, one. you know, like to, it's because, uh, I don't know, it, as me being, a, you know, fucking owning your own little business ventures, you tend to overwork yourself because shit just needs to get done. There's nobody else that's going to do it for you. So, right. It came to a point where I just needed to fucking calm down and you know what, just fucking calm down and take care of your health and. You know, the money will comes and goes, but your health don't. So I had to learn yeah. that. And 
I stopped some some shit that I was doing. I had to unfortunately cancel some projects due to that, but there'll be more coming in. But in the in that event, the what do you call it? The the silver lining? Yeah, the silver lining. Is that, is that what white people say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Fucking the whole man. the good of this whole situation is that you know I sat down and I bought I bought some games. Mm, digital games. this time you know because okay. i got um i got fucked over the other time when i bought some digital ones and my ps4 decided to take a shit on the disc drive so mm. lesson learned don't get a fucking um physical so here's the two games that i bought okay i bought phoenix rising i don't know if you heard of it i've heard of it yeah okay and then i also bought the outer worlds yeah the outer worlds now, okay yeah, these two games are, um, I guess, adventurous. Now, the reason why I bought Phoenix is because it resembled Zelda. And I absolutely love that game. So, you know, I was like, hey, let's give it a try. So far, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Right. I, can't, I don't have any negative stuff to it. It is good for what it is. Hmm. <clears throat> good, um, you know, good game overall. Outer Worlds, I just started playing it. But I don't know. You know, people were saying it's a good game, this and that. And it's supposed to be so. The little story is, the people, I guess, a creator, a developer that worked for, um, what's that other game called? I think Destiny. No, not Destiny. The other one for Xbox, um, Fallout. Fallout. Okay. Okay, but not for Xbox. But that's where I. Anyway, so he, I think that the story is he worked for um Fallout, and they fired him or some shit happened, and then he decided to make his own company and build his own game. So as a competitor, and now he basically pushed all the bugs and everything that the game was missing that he wanted and built it into the outer worlds. And it's apparently gaining more traction than um, Fallout, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good idea. <clears throat> so, you know, the whole typical, you know, quit and be your own boss. Another example as to... You know why you, if you have a good idea, do it. Don't be stuck in a, in a fucking corporate job or a job that you feel like you might do better by yourself. Yeah, no. And this guy's and, fucking killing it. Yeah, no, that's good. It's always, it's always good to hear, like, when they leave situations and then they're making those games that are competing with that shit. It's really rare. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like, man, like, you know what type of feeling that is, like, success-wise? Like, that's some shit that you dream about. So that sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, other than that, it was just a chill. I ate. I'm a, I became a little, you know, a little wild in the food scene. Fucking got a lot of shit to try out some new places. This so we went to Salt Bay's restaurant and just let him slide some meat <laughs> in his mouth. Glad <laughs> all you got. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, my past weekend without dealing with Corona um, has just been like a road to recovery, right? It's been mm -hmm. me trying to uh, get back into the flow of things. Um, it was hard for me to even sit down and be sick because I'm so used to like doing shit. And um, I was like, those two days were really crucial for me. So the days that I'm really talking about, the two days that I was sick was the 30... Uh, the 29th and the 30th of March, right? Mm -hmm. So those two days were crucial because I had a bunch of ideas for content. I was rolling out the sticker. 
I I had a lot of ideas to do, right? And I wasn't able right. to execute it because I got sick. Um, so I kind of just had to, you know, I had to lay down. I had to actually be sick. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had to get away from the computer. Uh, didn't do the podcast. Didn't do any type of work, a thumbnail, nothing, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, once I started feeling better, I got into like that habit of not doing anything. And I had to stop that. You know, I was like, fuck, you know, I can't do that. So I started doing little impromptu things. Yeah, you get sucked in. Like, like there's a luxury in doing nothing, right? But you get sucked <laughs> into doing nothing, bro. Like, you like, you're like, damn, like, let me, let me just chill and sit down and watch fucking another season of South Park before I go try to do shit that I'm supposed to be doing. So Something that, productive. Yeah, it's unproductive, right? I have a book that was, um, it's a YouTuber book. That I'm supposed to read that's supposed to help you with like maybe bettering yourself as a content creator and helping your channel grow better mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, that day that I got sick, which was the 28th, uh, I read it and then on Monday and Tuesday, I didn't feel sick. So from then all the way till now, I haven't read the book or picked it up or touched it. So now that I feel mm-hmm. better, I'm going to try to read it. But there was that little part of me that was like, ah, do I really want to read? I could just watch another episode. And so um, besides that, like, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I got the stickers finally. I got them to roll out. Um, I did a giveaway. I did some uh, impromptu streams. Uh, just pretty much has been uh, getting back into the hang of things, which is pretty good for me. And uh, hopefully I can have everything done. By the time I have to uh, go to vacation, so I just really don't miss a step. You know what I'm saying? Because people think that being at home for quarantine is a vacation. It's not. You know, you, you know, yeah, a vacation know. is like doing some fun stuff. And my job treats it like it's you at home doing nothing but fun shit. And it's like, nah, bro. Like when you're fighting the fucking life threatening. Yeah. Like the way that they were like. Because they don't even text me. They text my girlfriend, right? Because me and her work in the same spot. They text mm-hmm. her and they ask her how I'm doing and how we're going to come back. And they don't ever hit me up, right? They get all the information through her. And it's fucked up because, like, we have to explain stuff to them. And they just kind of, like, they see their side rather than our side, right? They're short on people. But at the same time, we're fighting a life-threatening illness that's fucking plagued the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they don't understand that stuff. So I've been I've been kind of like happy that we were, you know, this month, like last month, we made a shit ton of money with the stimulus, paychecks, taxes. And then this month we get to enjoy it a little more and kind of spend it, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, man, just been chilling, been getting better. Sorry, guys. Um, if you know, if you want the news, to be honest with you, you got to join the discord. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter at KillingSpree37. I pretty much told everybody I had coronavirus. A lot of people uh, just thought that we were just skipping our podcast like we normally do. <laughs> but no, this this <laughs> time it was legit and for real. It sucked. So, <laughs> um, but you know what? I didn't get sick and tired of. I definitely didn't get Your sick and tired hair. of. Headshot. These fucking jokes, asshole. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. It's time for a rapid fire. Rapid fire. Players ready up. Three, two, one. Silencers RBG and his computer only show the Mexican flag colors. Hit marker. 
That's actually pretty low, live lit. <laughs> no, it's not because it's RGB. Ping, 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 ping. That's fucking dope. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's fucking dope. That's not even a fucking. That's not even a a, a roast. Hit marker. Hit marker. <laughs> <clears throat> this one looks like the type to bite the controller when he's hungry instead of playing. Headshot. <laughs> and that's why my joystick things be falling off, huh? <laughs> fucking yeah. guy. This full silencer was responsible for landscaping Microsoft's default computer <laughs> wallpaper for Windows. Headshot. <laughs> Fucking gotta call the mix again. That's why it looks so good, huh? <laughs> this was aiming so bad that he sits down to pee. Headshot. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. Time. Game, Game over. over. <laughs> Fucking guy. Sit down to pee. Damn. What a name. What does that say to all the female <laughs> gamers out there, Silencer? Huh? Headshot. <laughs> hey, you never know. I've seen some girls, you know, be up upwards. <laughs> you know, there was actually an, an invention, right? Uh-huh. And I actually knew a chick in middle school. It was like a cup that you pee in. And it's like you have it in your like your like in your backpack, right? Yeah. So she she was like Oh, I need to use the boys' bathroom. And I was like, no, you can't. You can't use it. Like, all those stalls are full, right? And she showed me the mm-hmm. cup, right? And she peed in the cup, and it came out like pee. And it was so fucking disgusting. I did not believe the chicks had that. And I asked her why she had it. And she says because her mom has, like, this germaphobe thing of public toilet seats. Yeah. So rather than her touching the toilet Damn. seat... She fucking gave her the cup, and she was always peeing standing up. And I always thought that was the craziest thing for a girl. Why shouldn't she just buy a fucking pouch? You know, they sell those fucking pouches for old people. Nah, or that Instead or like the tissue. A goddamn... Yeah, that too. I don't know it's weird. People are weird. You know, I don't even use that to be honest with you. You know what I use it for? I do use one every time I go to the bathroom, right? But it's never for what it's intended for, which is the toilet seat. I fold it up and just put it right underneath the sack. And where it touches the toilet seat. Because mm-hmm. I heard that there were rumors that you could get herpes and shit from the toilet seat. And I didn't <laughs> think that that... You know, I didn't want to bring that home and be like, Oh, babe, I got herpes. Like, it wasn't for me, you know? From the fucking Sam's toilet. <laughs> from a fucking toilet. So I always thought that was a crazy thing to do. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Wild that, people. That or when you fucking pee, just pull one off of those and just fucking pat your dick. Just... <laughs> Clean it up a little bit. Them shits are never used. The fuck out of it. Yeah, them shits are never used for butts. Okay, ladies that are listening out there, those toilet seat uh, savers. I don't know why they have them there, but they're definitely not used for fucking for people sitting down. I don't use them. I, I don't see anybody use them. Another. I've thing seen too, a couple people fucking bring them in see? there, but they're probably used for something else. Nah, I've never seen people. Like, I've never hear like the little, you know, like the little crimpling of the paper on your ass when people be moving. I never hear that. Listen, you know what? Another thing that we have to bring back to, this is a number one pet peeve of mine. When people go to the bathroom, the fucking courtesy flush, bro. Can you flush the toilet while you're dropping some of the stinkiest shit on earth? As soon as you do it, yeah, people are done. They just fucking leave it there. (laughs) They leave it there and they're like, bro, like I'm fucking dying in my stall. (laughs) Going crazy. It's disgusting. Nah, gentlemen, please, courtesy flushes. Nobody wants to smell that fucking buffalo bison you ate. <laughs> fucking tacos, that cauliflower. Bison. Those cauliflower bites. Liquor. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and Tabasco and, and uh, tobacco fucking 
juice that you swallowed by accident. Fucking A. Ugh. Ugh, it smells like hot ass in there. Anyways, we're getting besides the point. Listen, we got a nice little quick episode for you guys, a little comeback. You know, it's been a long while. We shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. Uh, and while we're on that type of uh, time, too, rest in peace to DMX. Uh, he passed away at yeah, the age buddy. of 50. OD'd. Man, that was one of my people, you know what I'm saying, that I, I grew up listening to. Um, roof, roof. Yeah, roof, roof. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> DMX. Now, listen, favorite character, you know, in Def Jam, Vendetta. You know, that's what I mean by the game. Yeah. Like when DMX was in there with the camel pants, bro, and the and the and the the Timberlands. Shit. Fucking Doug. Fuck yeah. Doug-ish. Man, rest in peace. Had a hard yeah. weekend, bro, listening to the music and just being all sad and shit. Um But, you know, on the brighter <laughs> side, we have some news, Silencer. We might have made fun of this streamer for cause she rage quit. And, you know, mm-hmm. we she might have been Gamer of the Year when we, you know, didn't necessarily agree with her, you know, potentially being the Gamer of the Year. But she is no longer just a gamer, okay? okay. She, along with Courage, have joined as official co-owners of 100 Thieves alongside Drake and Scott uh Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Whoever Taylor Swift is beefing with at the moment. <laughs> A round of applause. Listen, those teams are making money, right? So if, for, for you and for people that don't know, uh, 100 Thieves is a esports type of team, right? They have teams in Overwatch. They have teams in Fortnite, uh, yeah. Valorant, fucking all those types of stuff. Right? Call of Duty. You know, it was one of the things, the L.A. Thieves. So mm-hmm. they became co-owners of this, right, officially with uh, Nate Shot, Drake, and then I think his name is like Scott Scooter, Scooter Braun or something. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So this brought two things. One, she became the uh, first ever woman uh, to be a owner of an esports team, right? But this might have caused a little bit of a wedge between friendships that Courage JD had with Nick Merckx, who is another popular Call of Duty streamer. And the reason why people were saying that was because Nick Merckx and Nate Shot originally were in talks to becoming co-owners of the same esports team, right? On a handshake deal. And eventually the team blew up and Nate Shot never gave him the chance to be on the team, right? And they had a whole falling out over it. Um, the team at that time was estimated at five million, and now they're they're pretty high up there as far as them their net worth, right? <clears throat> so, there the people were speculating that, that there might have been a wedge, and that eventually he came out and said that uh, regardless of what happened, he's proud of his friends. Uh, for having a spot on the esports team. Now, um, first and foremost, how do you feel about like a first woman team co-owner? Do you think that's some, that should have been something in the past, or you think it's a new beginning? That's fucking disgusting. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> no, it's uh, you know it's and all jokes aside. 
I don't know why it took so long for her to get, you know, women involved in this. Right. But congratulations to her. It's opening the door for for new women to, you know, feel like they can have the same power and be like, hell yeah, I can be and have these type of wins in my life, in my, you know. Right. I think it's really good. It's going to open up more um, more doors and uh, the mentality of women as creators to be like, hey, you know what, you, you have the big opportunities, you're not limited just because you're a woman, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good, um, a huge win for her. That's for sure. Listen, coming off of a good 2020, right? Yeah. Um, her being content creator of the year, her being the, um, the biggest, that's what I was, I was news to me, but she's like one of the best, highest viewed female streamers uh, yeah. in gaming. Um, so I don't know if that was something in her contract where she signed something or if this was some type of talks between uh, Nate Shot and Drake and Scooter Braun and them uh, to even have them in there. But it's definitely a good look for her to be a co-owner. It has something to do with um, how much money they were trying to put into it, like to buy him in? It, it might have been, you know, or it could have been like some type of contract negotiations where I'll sign with you yeah. guys and then it eventually... Uh, towards the end of our deal term or whatever, if I'm doing good, if I'm bringing a certain type of uh, money or accolades towards you guys, uh, I can get a spot as a team owner. I can definitely see that being inked into some, some mm -hmm. type of deal, you know. Um, I didn't. I don't think it's just like a random thing where like the guy was like, you know what? Yeah, let me go ahead and just make these guys fucking team owners. They supported me, you know. Hell yeah. So it's definitely crazy. And I didn't think that that was going to be a thing because she actually ended up moving out of their content house. And a lot of people thought that there was some type of beef there. A content house. Well, that's like <laughs> where I, they go and they stream and then they do a bunch of yeah. videos in, in there together. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's called the content <laughs> it's house. That's cringy, though. It, it's, just, I know. it's just a big ass mansion filled with fucking some of the world's, you know, rich favorite. Assholes. Yeah, rich content creators, you know. So, um, so besides that, the positive stuff, you think there might've been like some real beef? Like you feel like the guy felt like a way towards the other guy for signing and becoming a team owner or it's like, fuck it, get the bag. I don't know. I, I think just because of his personality of, uh, you talk about Nick. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know with the way he is. I feel like it was just, uh, the opportunity that was given to her and, I feel like he's like, hell yeah, get go get the bag. I don't think there's no type of hate towards her. Right. I don't think I don't think there was hate, but I was like, when I saw the announcement, I was like, yeah. this food Nick Merckx is probably fucking pissed that this food fucking got the <laughs> deal, right? Yeah. You know, it, it was the Ray Kroc and fucking Nate Shot because Nate Shot used to work at McDonald's, right? You know who Nate Kroc is? No. The guy who stole McDonald's from the McDonald's brother. And oh, guess how he stole oh, it? Okay, guess okay. how he stole it? Wait for it, gentlemen. He stole it from a handshake deal that he promised to get them, um, what is it, royalties off of each hamburger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? What happened here? Nick Merck said chicken. that they had, yeah, Nick Merck said that Nate Shot and him had a handshake deal <laughs> about <laughs> him being a co-owner of the team. So, you know, the Ray Kroc in them came out. <clears throat> so, um, but, you know, like, it's it's money. You know what I'm saying? 
there's money to be made. Yeah. I wouldn't like if my friend, if like, let's say, um, let's say you, let's say you signed with fucking team dipshit podcast. As long as you were getting the mm-hmm. money, hey, good for you, right? No hurt yeah, feelings yeah. over here. Um, so I was glad to see that he actually didn't flip his lid, but it took a while for him to respond because it was looking dark. Everybody was clowning his ass on Twitter, and I felt bad. <laughs> uh, so. I don't know why. I mean, that was a he's, he's he has a good personality. He's always a good dude. Yeah. I don't know why people tend yeah. to fucking you know make fun of people with some shit like this. They always they always try to pin these fucking content creators together. It's the same way they did it with Ninja and Tifu. Like they successfully pin yeah. them two against each other. And there's, like, beef there. You know what I'm saying? There, I don't know if it's real beef, but on the outside looking in, it's like, yeah, this Futifu legit wants to fucking smack up Ninja uh, for yeah, no reason. True. So, uh, I, you know, I wish them the best of luck. <clears throat> you know, congratulations to Valkyrie and congratulations to Courage. Uh, I can't wait to see what they're going to do and what type of things they're going to be adding into the 100 Thieves. And listen, if you guys need a content creator... You know who to come get? You know your boy, Killing Spree. Come on now, I look, I look good in black and red, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, just shoot my shot. <laughs> shoot your shot, buddy. Shoot it. He yeah. also eats ass. Just so you know. <laughs> yes, I also eat ass. I don't suck <laughs> dick for opportunities, but ass. <laughs> I mean, for the right price, you might keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know it's hard to make it in this game, right? You know, this business. But, uh-huh. you know, there's a company out there that wants to patent something that makes games difficult. And guess okay. who is the company, Sounder? Is it uh, Nintendo? Nah, you wish. They make it hard for you to do anything with Nintendos, but no. <laughs> is okay. it... um? Who, do, who, who, who do, can it be? Do, 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 do. Uh, if you answered EA Sports, you are correct. Oh, yeah. EA filed a patent for adaptive difficulty system that dynamically adjusts how hard a game is, aiming to keep players active for longer. So, uh, first thoughts on that? That's pretty, you know, it's pretty trash on my end. Because sometimes you want to play a game that, you just want to relax and see the story and I have to worry about, fuck, I need to pass it. Because there's times that I've played some games and I wasn't feeling it. And I guess my first response was like, fuck this game and just never played it again. Right. Now, if it's for first-person shooter games like um, Call of Duty or Apex, that type of game, I mean, I can see yes and no, but the frustration of the player is going to always be there. It's going to come yeah. to a point of the player leaving instead of making the player wanting to stay there, you know? Yeah. They should have... I think it's a bad adaptive system. I think they should have tried something else, like some kind of reward program that if you do some shit, you get some kind of fucking back... I don't know, some some kind of fucking creator or some bullshit, you know? They could have thought of something instead of this. This feels like... Skilled base, skilled base matchmaking for single players, which is stupid because out of all the things that should have skilled base matchmaking, single player offline is not the fucking ideal spot to have this in. Um, yeah, it's the least spot. 
Yeah, they they have this type of system. I, I believe they had it in many games, to be honest with you. Uh, anything EA or any game in general. There felt like a point where you got to the end and the boss was fucking unbeatable. You know what I'm saying? Extremely mm-hmm. hard. This, however, uses an algorithm that wants to pretty much keep track of how long you're going to play. And they're going to kind of do certain things in that certain time frame to keep you playing it. So, for example, if you were going to play for four hours, right, in a uh, story mode campaign, this would make it just easy and hard enough for you to be entertained for those four, four or five hours that you play and would make sure that you're entertained and you're engaging and you're doing all the things within that four hours. And it would, it would adjust the difficulty to make it – so if you're going too fast into the story, they're going to make it harder – for you to stop and fucking frustrate yourself and then play the game longer for some reason. But how are they going to know how long you're going to stay playing? So they have an algorithm, and they're also going to be using data from other EA games that you played. Mm. That, so mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's gonna be, be like all the, the data. Yeah, it's going to be all the data, and they're going to mm-hmm. average how long you play, and they're going to use it against you to, per se. Not a fan. I'm not a fan of this bullshit. Yeah, it sounds pretty terrible. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it sounds pretty dumb. Yeah, it sounds terrible. And I, like, I, like I said, it's skill-based matchmaking for single-player games. <laughs> Quit making Stupid. games hard. Like, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? There's like the games yeah. where like um, Dark Souls or um, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice or whatever. Those games that are mm-hmm. hard, they're hard. There's no difficulty adjustment, right? They're just hard, and you know that they're hard. And that's what makes you play those type of games because, um, because of how difficult it is. Because how, how amazing it's going to be when you beat a difficult game, right? This game is doing math, which nobody likes math, is doing math to keep you to play for a certain amount of time. And they're going to make it difficult. They're going to piss you off on purpose uh, towards the end to kick you off so you get off yourself you know what i'm saying it's too much it's too mm-hmm. much there's no point there's no point or place for that type of uh system in the game now there was another company that had some type of nemesis um thing for shadow of mordor or something like that mm-hmm. something mordor where like their enemy every time they lose if their enemy uh showed up again he would know that he defeated him and would laugh at him and tell him how he killed him that at one time. That was a uh, interesting adaptive system, right? To patent, right? Yeah, yeah. This this seems like a waste of money and time. Um, and I don't see what and development. I don't see what the end goal here is because it just seems like it seems Apparently like a waste to, to keep players more engaged. Yeah, but I mean, what if they the game is good. Is fucking remove the stupid ass actions they're doing with the aim. Yeah, like if the game was already interesting, you wouldn't have to have to fucking do this to keep people to play there, you know? Imagine later on you're fucking playing and then it gets harder and then it's like a fucking pop-up, boom. It's only $5 to unlock the easy mode. Would you, how would you like to pay? <laughs> Buy this for 10 skips. <laughs> fucking EA. Fucking EA. I'm about sick of them. Listen, their ass is grass. Their, their, their time is coming. So you're not a fan. I'm not a fan. 
Uh, let us know in the comment section, guys, if you're a fan of this type of stuff, if you understand yeah. it. Um, it's just, it, to me, there's no place for it in this type of settings. You know what I'm saying? There's already a hard niche for people that play single-player games, and I believe this is going to take that that little small percentage of people, and they're going to start just going to multiplayers, and they're, eventually there's not, you know, not going to be a need for a single-player game at all. So Yeah, true. They can leave it there. So, um, Twitch <clears throat> is finding ways to ban you for saying insult on different platforms but they'll ban you on their platform does that make sense to you so they're gonna if they find you saying that on another platform that's not twitch they can still fuck you over yes twitch is expanding its guidelines for how <laughs> it'll handle harassment that extends beyond its own platform so how do you feel about that before i start reading into it it's a little too controlling because they're trying to, for one, they're trying to, I guess, get a bigger market and they're trying to stick their nose in business that other companies should have done already. Right. So I don't know. I feel like they're trying to do too much at this point. I feel like this is you being off the clock and doing something and getting fired from your job as if you did it while you were on the clock. Yeah. True. This doesn't make no sense. So first, here are the categories where things like that would be flexed, okay? So category one, someone is harassed on Twitch as well as off Twitch. When this happens, we will take into account uh, off-service behaviors or statements that relate to an incident that took place on Twitch. For example, if we're reviewing a harassment report, about an incident that happened on live stream, related or continued harassment on Twitter, could be taken into account when reported to us. Hmm. Okay, so that's kind of what they meant by the off-service policy type of shit, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Uh, category two, uh, we will now enforce against serious offenses that pose a substantial safety risk to the Twitch community even if these actions occur entirely off of Twitch. So you could, let's say, um, let's say your username is the same as your Twitch handle, right? And you're fucking... They're going to they, They're going to go stalk you, pretty much. It's, it has to do with the harassment stuff, too. So if the streamer finds the same person in the chat... They find them on Twitter in their comment section. They could potentially use that against you to get you banned on Twitch. And you could also have some trouble on Twitter as well, right? So you can, they won't ban you from Twitter, right? Because they don't have the power to. But they could, they could ban you from Twitch. And then the person could report you to Twitter and potentially get your account removed from Twitter. As a, as a small yeah, example. Yeah. Um. I'm not a fan of this, and here's why. What happens on Twitch stays on Twitch, okay? Um, mm -hmm. Harassment stuff, like I said, it's getting fired for what you do off the clock as if you were doing it on the clock, right? If you were to go out and smoke weed at your home and your job, 
said that one of your neighbors saw you smoke weed and they came in here and they said that you smoked weed and they fired you. That doesn't really, you know, it's, there's like, there's like a, it's a, not a privacy thing, but it, it seems to be that type of way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why? Like, I just don't see the correlation. This would help a lot of uh, internet bullying, right? It would help. But it, would it? If, if it's not, uh, I mean, if it's not on the platform, it shouldn't be taken into account from another platform. You know what I'm saying? If you did your job good enough on that platform, you wouldn't have to garner other sources of information from another platform to ban them on your platform. That seems half-assed. You know what I'm saying? It's like two-step yeah, verification for you. Be like, you're getting bullied. You know what I'm saying? It's too many steps. You know, if the guy called you the N word, yeah. ban him on Twitch. You shouldn't have to go to Twitter and like, oh, he called you N word here too. Let me go ban you on on our platform. No, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. So it's ridiculous, right? So I I thought that it was ridiculous. It's it's a nicer way to potentially ban somebody's account rather than them suspending them or. Um, banning them from their twi- from their uh, comment section, you know, from their chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I don't like the fact that they have to go to another platform to fucking remove you from their platform. To stalk you. Yeah, they stalk you. And even if they're not stalking you, mm-hmm. I can see screenshots, like them sending screenshots to Twitch, and then Twitch is like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's, true, that's yeah. one thing. You know, people I'm that not hate gonna, you and shit. Yeah, fuck you people just, they just follow you and do stuff. I'm not going to even get into the aspect of maybe them potentially. Um, I mean, there, there's a danger to it. And I just thought of this too. What if they photoshopped it? Let's say you, you're a rival Twitch streamer did this to another Twitch streamer. And they're like, hey, look, he called me the N word. And they photoshopped some type of shit and they sent it to Twitch. Like that could, oh, that yeah, could pose yeah. a big issue, you know? True. You know, if it's not the actual comment on the page, in the Twitch comment section, the chat, yeah, just leave it. Leave it off. Leave it off of, uh, leave it to Twitter. Leave it to them to figure stuff out. Don't don't take it into your own hands. But that's my opinion. What's your opinion? Yeah, it's trash. They shouldn't just be worried about their own fucking platform instead of trying to dig up all the skeletons from somebody. From other people. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're yeah. doing. Now, to piggyback off of that, Intel is also coming out with some type of software uh, that will let you toggle things off like aggression, LGBTQ plus hate, and the N-word for a better experience when gaming online. What now, does fuck? that does that sound something that, that could be potentially useful or you think that that's, again, that's a little too much? That's a little too much. I feel like all of this kind of shit should just automatically be... They shouldn't even give you an option to be turning this toggle it off and on. Right. Because this, this is this is part of cyberbullying. So if they're trying, this is allow opening a crack in the door to allow more to go in. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, too, is what they're trying to do is prevent cyberbullying, right? They're trying to prevent mm-hmm. from people seeing that type of stuff. The thing is, is that you can't do this in real life. Yeah, you're you're showing, you know, it's okay to want to protect people and and stuff like How that online. Protecting them? 
it's not. It's not protecting them. It's it's mm-hmm. keeping them from seeing the the real world, so to speak, right? Yeah. You know? Again, they're they're toggling it off. And I don't know if that means they're just not gonna play with those people that use those types of words, or they're just gonna play with the people. And if those words happen to come in their direction, it blocks them off entirely, and then you're never gonna know who to report, you know? Okay, yeah, I get you. That's why I kind of thought that they're like, oh, you're not going to see somebody call you, uh, use that aggression, the LGBT hate, you know, a slur, um, stuff like that. I don't think that you, you're going to be able to see it, and when you're not going to be able to see it, you're not going to be able to report it, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you want. Yeah. That's that's the idea is that you want to report it, you know? I make fun of people reporting me and baiting me into conversations. That's why I turned off my messages because people bait you you respond and they report you. Right. And Mm -hmm. you know, they're the aggressors and I might say something like suck my dick. They report me, you know? Um, I don't think that that that's, they just gotta, they gotta find a way for people to, to learn how to defend themselves. You know what I'm saying? A report is, that's a way for you to defend yourself, to toggle it off entirely. It seems like, you're trying to keep people from seeing that stuff. And for little kids, it's okay. But when you got grown adults and teenagers, you know, you got to teach them to fight back. You can't just teach them to toggle everything off and hide <laughs> certain words. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to, you're, you you're going to come. School. Yeah, you're going to come. There's going to be a time where you fucking look somebody in the face and they're going to tell you that disrespectful word. And what are you going to do right there? You know, what are you going to do? You yeah. can tell, you can tell a teacher, sure. You can tell whoever. But imagine if you were pre-exposed to those types of hate, that type of hate, right? You would know how to handle mm-hmm. the situation a little bit differently, you know, and on your own. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. I didn't I didn't think it, it was intel as far as I knew. I didn't really see the point of it because I thought um, games like Apex and uh, Call of Duty – did a hell of a job when they just put asterisk over the fucking over the letters, you know? Yeah, it helped a lot. Yeah, I thought that that was cool, but making it not like just pop up in general, I was like, no, that's come on, like let people know that they're being called something. That way, they know how to handle it. So, yeah. <coughs> so, uh, we'll leave that there. Let us know in the comment section, guys, what you guys think about censoring and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. I'm 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 from like a different era of of gaming you know i grew up in those call of duty chat rooms you know (laughs) that modern warfare 2 chat lobby you know like i was called some things (laughs) doing your mom doing your mom (laughs) (laughs) fucking a bro fucking little the the younger little kids listen my first racial slur right said to me was by a little kid and i'm pretty sure he drank mountain dew Uh and had a fucking DC skating mullet. hat. And a mullet. <laughs> and a mullet. <laughs> it might have been Dill's dad, bro. Me and him were just in gaming back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> um, Fucking shit. We got two more topics. One of the topics, it's a little crazy. Ex-professional Counter-Strike player sentenced to 116 years in prison for embezzlement. Ooh. So as Who reported... By Frag Hero, okay? Ex-professional Counter-Strike player 
Cheyenne Shay Victorio is possibly being sentenced because of this. The Brazilian is being accused of embezzlement. It apparently took place between 2013 and 2018. Victorio used to run an online retailing site in Brazil with her ex-husband, though over 100 of their customers claim to never received any paid goods nor received reimbursement for their non-arrival. In a now-deleted response posted by her on her Instagram, Victoria responded optimistically to the news. She said, I appreciate the concern about the news. I am not arrested and I will not be arrested, much less the fugitive as they are spreading. It is a process of a problem which my ex-husband had and harmed me, which he has been solving over time. As soon as we parted, he took 100% responsibility, right? That was her thing. Uh, Her lawyer thinks it's inhumane that she's even charged for a single crime, right? Because a normal crime, yeah, a normal crime in the Brazilian law would have been 30 years. That's the limit. Uh, This is exceeding the crime (laughs) by like three, okay? Yeah. Um, She's throwing her boyfriend under the bus, her ex-husband, sorry, and... Mm. um, She's being sentenced, so she's she retired from that. You know, uh, she retired in 2019. She had an 11 year career. Uh, she began Counter Strike when it was just barely starting up, and people don't know exactly where to go. So they feel like she's throwing the husband under the under the thing, and the husband has yet to say anything yet. Um, she's 28 years old. So if she were going to go to prison, <laughs> that's more time than if somebody gets to fucking shooting somebody. She would be 116 plus 28. She would get out when she's the age of 144, which we know <laughs> <laughs> that isn't going to be possible. That she's going to die in jail if that's the case. Um, so basically what happened here she ran a site for goods people never got the goods that she was selling they never got the money back they never got the stuff they never got a response from her okay she throws the husband under the bus she says that the husband was more responsibility and that he's taking um responsibility over this still is being charged 116 years how do you feel about that that's fucking ridiculous. You got fucking people raping fucking girls, human trafficking, and these motherfuckers don't even get close to that kind of sentence. Yeah, it's always it always seems like like anything that has to do with money and taxes, it seems like you just fucking get raped in the ass, bro, by like jail yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? And prosecutors. Crazy, it seems yeah. like they hate that shit worse than like, oh, you killed somebody, eh. Oh, you fucking didn't pay your taxes off that thousand dollar gambling bet, huh? Back yeah. in 2012, let me go ahead and fucking take your money and your fucking your life. Uh, it's crazy, <laughs> bro. Stupid has laws. Yeah, it's crazy. So given the charges, they describe the sentence as inhumane and that they'll Ooh. be urging the court to reach a new decision under the guise of the principle 
of innocence. Um, it, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch out with your partner. You know, I always tell this, like, you remember the old school um, free, free credit report.com commercials? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the guy was like, I married my dream girl, I married my dream girl, but she didn't tell me her credit was bad. You remember that yeah, song? Yeah. <laughs> you got to do your fucking due diligence when you're fucking dating. Because some, you know, a pretty face and some and some good pipe, it might get you 116 years in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed by this, by this young woman. Yeah, and she looks like, you know what I'm saying? Like she, you know, she could be like the top the, the uh, she could be a prison bitch. <laughs> oh, real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if I sent you the link. You probably see the picture of her in the link. Like Yeah, I do. That's a waste she's of life. She's going to be countering a lot of women. <laughs> Listen, as long as she's good at Counter-Strike, Striking. right? She's good at <laughs> Counter-Strike, right? If she peeks over the corners, she'll be able to see the people before they see her. So hopefully she'll use that type of prison experience. <laughs> oh, shit. She's, oh, yeah. I fucking, I'm running and, and sliding is going to be good. Right. Listen, she better come out of retirement and start making that coin for a better lawyer. <laughs> yeah, start streaming in jail. Better make an OnlyFans. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> well, you can. Oh, you know, knock on wood. I'm making jokes, but knock on wood. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <coughs> the last thing on the on the tape is going to be uh, something that came as a surprise to me, but I'm pretty sure I saw it coming. Um, Hitman series taking a break as devs focuses on the james bond game so how do you feel about them uh taking a break from hitman and focusing on james bond i feel i don't know good and bad about it right i feel like they it's good just because they're focusing on a new type of whole different game and just reviving the whole 007 type of you know a scene i think it's gonna be good but i think they did it too soon as soon as they released this um recent hitman and now they're basically pausing it so everybody that bought it it's just has to deal with it that that's it nothing else is coming to it well you know they, they found a way to put all three games in one game and like last uh-huh. game they found a, they found a way to put part two and part one in the same game right yeah. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure they they thought ahead about oh you know let's let's allow people to get all three games in one game so it feels like a longer game, right? Uh, and then we got DLC coming, right? As as well as the elusive targets that normally come with the Hitman game. Um, is there anywhere the Hitman game could even go from the here? Not really, just different, um, different, you know, uh, mission scenes, contracts. That's about it. I mean, aside from that, it's the core of the game is always going to be the same. The only thing that would change is, you know, different scenery, the story, scenery, and different yeah. contracts. Yeah, that's right. it. Right. 
Yeah, because story-wise, that's the only reason why I could see them, like, pausing it, right? Because they, oh, they have another, they have more sto- more of the story to begin, right? Another bad guy boss of his past. Yeah. It seems like they they had closure with the boss at the end. They had closure with um, his past and stuff. So I don't see them trying to make another installment anytime soon, right? So I was a little bit Mm -hmm. surprised, but when I heard about the James Bond game being made by the same developers as Hitman, and it's supposed to be like a brand new type of um, James Bond, right? Has nothing to do with the new James Bond or the old James Bond, uh, but they they exist in that type of timeline. But this is going to be based off a new James Bond. Um, I thought it a was completely a different one. completely different one. So I thought it was more of a cheeky type of way to continue Hitman on James Bond, but with James Bond lore, you know? Mm, okay. So it's going to be like they're, they're, some of the ideas that they might have had for James Bond or for Hitman, they brought over to James Bond and the, with the licensing and the, and the story and stuff, they decided, you know what, we can do this and that together. And uh, I don't think they're going to miss a step. It's it's going to be the Hitman with another agent, you know? You, instead of 30, 47, you got fucking uh, 007. Yeah, true. So it's going to be good. So um, I wanted to see I – mean, I wanted to ask you because you still have Hitman, right? You're still playing it. Are you enjoying it still? I'm enjoying it little by little. Um, I'm just trying to finish all the challenges until – you know, I completely finish all of them because most of my gaming goes towards Apex. And then when I have a little free time, I do um, a little bit of different games. So now that I have the other two, I switch off. But I haven't played Hitman possibly in two, three weeks. So it's mm. it's it's going to just stay shelved now, basically. Even with like, like the DLC and the... I'm going to wait until they drop. It hasn't dropped yet, so... Yeah, it's supposed to be like the seven seven deadly sins, and each sin has a fucking target that represents that sin. So, uh, okay. Yeah, I got rid of it. We'll I'm yeah, not gonna we'll lie. Yeah, I got rid of it. The elusive <laughs> targets, the elusive targets were too too um, repetitive. It was like it was like one of the old targets from the other maps, but he was on this map, and it's like, oh, like no, I didn't like that. It just felt uh, really repetitive. Yeah, it, it's it's. It. Re- repetitive and it's like i need that shit now you know yeah it's still, still a fun game uh but when, once the 007 game drops uh, i'll be more entertained um and then we'll, we'll just drop this little tidbit uh dying light developer 2 says uh map is four times longer than the other Ooh. map. uh they didn't really specify story but they said uh, the map is uh, four times bigger than the original map, and I don't know if oh, that yeah. includes the uh, the following, but it definitely it's it's four times bigger than the normal map. And if you guys played Dying Light, that fucking map was already huge enough, you know. Yeah, it was. So that's pretty good. So I thought that was a little nice little news to share with you. And, excited. Uh, that's excited. Be nice. Listen, I cannot wait for that fucking game. Let me tell you, when that game comes out, I am streaming that game. I'm doing everything with that game. 
I'm yeah, playing the shit out of that too. game. Yeah, I'm enjoying that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is it for today's episode, guys. Again, like I said, I had COVID. I'm feeling a lot better, and I hope you guys aren't too mad at us, you know, not showing up and doing the podcast. I feel like shit, and to be honest with you, I, I didn't feel like doing anything, not podcasting, talking. Uh, me and Silencer were playing a game one day, and I fucking damn near passed out of, like, being sick and symptoms, so... Um, Silencer, do you have any last words for people? A nice little tip or just a weird fact. Pigs do not sweat. So next time you're enjoying that fucking burger and somebody calls you a pig and you're sweating, you know, tell them no. I'm not a pig because pigs don't sweat and I am sweating. Mm, Okay, okay. And uh, the next time you guys send me stupid messages on Team Kill, I'm going to send them to Twitch, delete you, and I'm going to make sure they ban your account for being stupid. (laughs) With that being said, guys. And he will delete your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. Listen, I'm going to tell you like this, okay? (laughs) If you leave me in a room with your girl, she might not fold. Your mother, however. (laughs) (laughs) And with that being said, guys, my name is KillingSpree37. (laughs) And this is Silencer. We're out! (laughs) Killing spree! (laughs) 37! Give me, give me, give me, give me some chun chun.